Hey y'all, welcome back to another episode on the Bruise Not Broken podcast. We are in week two, and I am claiming that we are all going to have a wonderful week, a week of miracles, a week of blessings, a week of good news, okay? I'm speaking that into existence, it's going to happen. So, today I want to talk to you guys about the discussion I had with Miss Stephanie Bright when I was interviewed on her podcast. Um, we got to talk about Jesus sitting with the tax collectors and sinners. And I want to talk about it because, you know, this is a topic that is near and dear to me. This is a scripture, uh, that really sat deep within me because it really helped me to get out of my dark place. So if you're curious, you can find this scripture in different books. You can find it, um... In the book of Matthew, chapter 9, verses 9 through 13, or the book of Mark, chapter 2, verses 13 through 17, or the book of Luke, chapter 5, 27 through 32. And like I said before, this is about Jesus sitting with tax collectors and sinners, and the Pharisees couldn't see why. Like, why was he, why was he doing that? Why would he stoop to their level? And so Levi was, you know, minding his business. Levi was sitting at the booth. And he was doing his job. It didn't say that, you know, Levi loved this job. It didn't say that, you know, this job was passed down to him. It just said, you know, Levi was a tax collector. He was at the booth doing what he was doing. And a tax collector is highly despised, okay? You're taking people's money. A lot of people don't like that. They want to keep their money. So I'm pretty sure Levi felt the heat of that. But Jesus was walking on by. And instead of walking by Levi, he invited Levi to walk with him. And that right there says a lot. Okay? But he invited Levi to walk with him. He said, hey, follow me. And Levi rose, left everything, and followed Jesus. I'm going to say it again. Levi rose, left everything, and followed Jesus. So before I go any further, I want to stop real quick and just focus on Levi minding his own business and Jesus taking a moment and focusing on Levi and telling him to follow him. In the years of 2016 to 2018, I was in a very, very dark space because, you know, I experienced a near death accident, you know, almost died, but Jesus saved me. Jesus saved me. That's just, that's that. And I didn't trust anybody. I didn't know how to navigate through the trauma. I didn't know how to express my feelings because I felt highly misunderstood. And instead of being comforted, I was actually mocked by my trauma. Um, and it it was just, it would, it was a dark time for me. It wasn't a good time. It was very dark and I didn't know how to get out of it. And it took me a while. And a lot of people, they don't talk about, the time frame, you know, that it takes for someone to heal from their trauma. And I'm, I'm honestly, I'm still healing from that trauma that happened in 2016. Like when I talk about it, sometimes like this small piece of me still gets a little irritated because it happened and how people went about the situation. Like it kind of irritates me a little bit, but healing doesn't, happen overnight. I know you guys hear me say this a lot. Healing doesn't happen overnight. 
when you're going through something so traumatic, it may take years. It took me two years to get past all of that darkness. And Jesus still stopped for me. The way that he stopped for Levi, instead of walking by me, Jesus reached down and he saved me. And I I relate to this so much because I felt unseen. You know, I felt like nobody saw me for who I was. I felt like people defined me by my mistakes and I felt like nobody saw my true self. But Jesus did. It took me two years. So in 2018, I was sitting in my cluster, sitting on my bed, and I just felt like Jesus tapped me on my shoulder. I just felt him tap me on my shoulder and say, follow me. And I followed him. I opened up the Bible and I read a scripture, right? I read a scripture and I was, I was like hungry for more. So I turned on a sermon and the sermon that I watched that day was by Sarah Jakes Roberts. And I felt like, wow. I was like mind blown. I'm like, God, okay, okay. All right, you really, you really speaking to me. And that's actually where my love for journaling started because I started, you know, annotating. I started, you know, note taking. And I started writing down my thoughts and feelings and my prayers in my journal that day. And from there... I ran across this scripture and it just sat with me so deeply because I was seen. I had to picture myself at first. I was like, you know, why, why am I reading this scripture? God, what do you want me to take away from this scripture? And I had to put myself in the story. So I'm picturing myself as Levi, right? I'm picturing myself, you know, going on about my business Minding my own business, doing my thing, and Jesus walking on by. And he sees me. Right? And he says, hey, follow me. So, like Levi, following Jesus, right? And we're going to get into what following Jesus is, but I'm following Jesus, and I invite him in. So, not only do I follow him, but I invite Jesus in. Levi invited Jesus in to his house for a feast. Some of us are following Jesus, right? But not all the way because we have yet to invite him in. Mm. And it wasn't just Levi and Jesus. When everybody heard that Jesus was hanging out with a tax collector, other tax collectors and sinners came to recline at the table with them. Right? And so the Pharisees and the scribes, they like... Why he eating with them? Why he eating and drinking with sinners? Like, what? Come on, man. You you know better. You're not supposed to be doing that. And this is what Jesus said. Those who are well have no need of a physician, but those who are sick. And I'm going to stop right there. Jesus said, I didn't come to call the righteous. I came to sinners for repentance. Like... I don't know who needs to hear this, but Jesus didn't come for those who ain't sick. And I'm not just talking about sick physically. I'm talking about mentally, emotionally, spiritually. Some of us are so afraid to say, Jesus, I am sick. 
I am sick and I need your help. This is what he is here for. This is what he sacrificed himself for. He wants us to come to him. He's our healer. He's our savior. He is our king. And we're so afraid to say, Jesus, I am sick. Closed mouths don't get fed. Open your mouth up and tell Jesus what the problem is. Yes, he is Jesus. So he knows, but you need to come to Jesus. You need to bring that thing to Jesus yourself. Stop denying it. Stop being in denial. Admit to yourself that, hey, I need help. I need help. And this spoke to me because I was so prideful. I felt like I didn't need anybody, you know. And yes, I was raised in the church, but it's different, you know, being raised up in the church and actually be in the church. Like when I went to college, all that church stuff kind of went away. I just wanted to party, hang out with friends and do what I wanted to do. So I kind of, I kind of ventured away from the church at that time. So I was in a dark space. I wasn't going to church. I kind of lost everything. And then Jesus was like, you know what? You've been gone too long. Hey, hey, follow me. And when he did that, that just opened me up to like everything. I, I I felt like I could be vulnerable. I was like, you know what, Jesus, I do need your help. I was crying. I was so emotional, but I was like, I need your help. I am sick emotionally. I am sick mentally. And yes, I am sick physically and spiritually. Like I, I, I need you. I don't know how to navigate through this thing called life. And I need you to help me to navigate the way that I, you know, through these feelings. I need you to help me to get back to a better me. I had to open up and tell Jesus, I need you. Hey y'all, just taking some time to let you know that if you have not done so already, please make sure you subscribe to the podcast and share this with a friend. And also do your girl a favor and submit a review below. It doesn't take that much time at all, guys. Write what your heart desires and click submit to turn in your review. I appreciate all your support. Now let's get back to the episode. I was so busy trying to do things on my own that I wasn't getting anywhere. I was just creating a bigger hole for myself to fit inside of. And Jesus was, all all he wanted to do was pull me out of that. And I finally invited him in to do just that. So I don't know who this is for, but what are you, what are you sick of? What areas are you sick in? Take it to God. Because once I open myself up to Jesus, everything, like the games turned around, like everything was just, I was on fire for God. Like there was a spark inside of me that I didn't know that could be lit, but it was. And so from that day on in 2018, I kept inviting God. I kept making room for God. I set, you know, time aside to be with God. I woke up, read the Bible, wrote down my notes, woke up, you know, wrote down my prayer for the day. And I love writing in my prayer journal because, you know, when God answers my prayers, I'm able to go back into my journal and be like, you know what? He answered that one. Oh, he answered that one. If he did it that time, I know he can do it again. Like it just reassures me. And I love doing that. And so 
that one instance opened up a whole other side of me, a whole other side of destiny. I was healthy. I was going to the gym. I was exercising. I got out the bed. You know what I'm saying? I didn't just sit there with my thoughts, you know, letting it keep me down. No, I got up. I read the word. I was happy. I was moving around more and I was being more sociable. Like I got outside of my shell and it felt so good and it feels so good, but I couldn't get to that without first following Jesus and inviting him. And so when Levi sat at the table with Jesus, I pictured myself. I had to put myself in the story. I'm like, God, why did you give me the scripture? And y'all, I'm um, listen, I put myself in the story and I'm just picturing Levi at the table with Jesus. We are at eye level with each other. Jesus sees me. He saw me for me. And right there, I had a whole meltdown. It was so comforting to know that Jesus sees me for who I am. Not for who I was, but for who I am becoming. He saw my heart, not my outward appearance, not my occupation, not my mistakes. He saw me, destiny, his friend. And I, right there, I, I just started, I was, I was crying tears of joy because I was so happy. I was crying out to be seen, but I wouldn't allow myself to let Jesus in. And just putting myself in the story and seeing how Jesus saw Levi, I saw how he also saw me. And that's why I love this scripture because it changed the game for me. It changed the game for me completely. From that point on, I was untouchable, you know what I'm saying? Like, I was untouchable. I was strong in my confidence, and I still am. I am worthy. I am a child of God. I am wonderfully and fearfully made, and allow me to reintroduce myself, but I'm not who I was, you know, in the past. I'm a new creation. I'm a new destiny. I'm a new woman. Like, you can't speak the way, you know, you can't speak to me the way you used to speak to me. Like, nah, uh uh-uh. I'm a new me, and either you gonna level up, or you going back back, but you not, what you not going to do is try and pull me back in my past. Cause that's not me no more. I'm moving with God and where I'm going, everybody can't come. But this scripture, it, it is so engraved in my heart because that is the first time that I felt seen by Jesus is when I put myself in the story and I spent my time with him and 2018 is when I got saved again. That's why it really like resonates with me because it turned my life around completely. And when I first read it, you know, oftentimes when we hear Jesus saying, you know, follow me, we think it's just literally walking behind Jesus. But it's not. When Jesus said to follow me to Levi, and when he says to follow me to you, he is saying, hey, be my disciple. Let go of your old ways and take up mine. He's saying to follow his understanding, to follow his commands, to follow his steps, to allow him, to choose him and accept him to be your master and your teacher. Walk in the same path as he is. That is what it means to follow Jesus. Not just walk behind him, 
but to accept him, to choose him. He's not going to force anything. It has to be of choice. And another thing I want to point out is when Levi rose and left everything behind. He left everything behind. And I, and when I read this, I'm like, dang, God, like, I can't keep some stuff. <laughs> he was just like, nah, you can't keep that. Uh-uh, if you want to follow me, I need all of you, not just some of you, not just parts of you, but all of you. But before I can get all of you, you got to leave everything behind, everything you thought you knew, everything that people told you. You got to leave all of that behind because where I'm taking you, everything and everybody can't come. And that's just, that's just facts. Everything and everybody can't, you know, come where God is taking you because it's meant specifically for you. And he's trying to stretch you. But you got to be willing to leave it all behind and just trust in him. Trust in him. And leaving everything behind comes at a cost. You know, that's a that's a sacrifice to say, hey, Jesus, you know what? I trust you. I'm letting go and I'm giving it all to you. That is trust. So what speaks to you when you read this scripture? What jumps out at you when you read this? Is it that Jesus sees you too? Put yourself in the story and just close your eyes and just imagine yourself at a table with Jesus. You are on the same level, okay? I, I don't mean that, yeah, you and Jesus are the same. No, 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 no. Don't mix up my words. You are not Jesus. You are not God. But what I'm saying is that he sees you for what you are. You're able to recline with him. Not because you're perfect, but because you need his help. Because you're interested in what he has to say, because his word comforts, his word heals, his word transforms you and renews you. This scripture is was a game changer, is a game changer for me. And every time I read it, I just picture myself at the table with Jesus and my heart just gets all warm. <laughs> Seriously, because it just shows it just shows that I don't have to prove myself to anybody. I don't need man's approval. I don't need to show you that I'm worth it. I don't need to show you that I'm beautiful. I don't need to show you that I'm loved because Jesus already loves me. Jesus already calls calls me his friend. Jesus already accepts me for who I am and where I am, okay? And he's he's transforming me. And if he can accept me, you know, being at rock bottom, then that's enough for me. That's enough for me. What a friend we have in Jesus. It's so amazing. It's so amazing to know that you are not by yourself. It's so amazing to know that you are not alone. It's so amazing to know that through troubled waters, Jesus is there with his hand out waiting for you to grab onto it. And y'all, I'm still struggling. (laughs) I'm still, you know, making my way through this thing called life along with y'all. I'm still learning to let go of certain things and certain people and to just trust God to catch me. You know what I'm saying? It's like the trust fall. I'm just 
I'm still, you know, taking it day by day. You know? I'm not taking baby steps anymore. (laughs) But I just want you guys to know that I'm still learning. I'm still growing. I'm still healing right along with you guys. And there are, there are times where God will convict me. Like, didn't I tell you to leave that behind? And this is like, I'm like, God, I don't even know when I pick this back up. Like, I don't even, I don't even know. (laughs) But that's just, that's just me being real. So y'all, this wraps up today's episode. Thank you guys for tuning in. Follow me on Instagram if you haven't done so already at BNB podcast, two underscores. I love you guys. And I will talk to you in the next episode.